Greetings and welcome to a Black Talk Radio News Report and Commentary. On this particular uh, report, I will be taking a look at the media lynching, the social media mob lynching of LeBron James uh, over his non-controversial comments about what's going on in Hong Kong. Of course, you know, the NBA um, does play games around the world, and they were playing in China. There were a couple of exhibition games going on in China. Now, the Hong Kong protests have been going on for several months now. Um, I think they may have started back in June. Okay, so a NBA executive for, I, I actually should say a Houston Rockets uh, executive, expressed some support for the Hong Kong protests while NBA players were in China playing this exhibition game. Now, LeBron James did not take too kindly to that because even though I have not seen that the Chinese government or the Chinese people are as violent as what we see the violence in the street here in the United States, there's some legitimate concern. You're going to criticize the Chinese government while we're in China, while all these U.S. citizens are in China and you're not thinking about any repercussions of, that you might have to our uh, personal safety. And, you know, LeBron James clarified that. And he criticized Maury for making uninformed comments. And definitely anybody that's making comments about Hong Kong protests and they support them, you just doing that because the media telling you to. You don't know any other details because the media not really reporting any other details as well as what groups are involved and who's funding them, which I'll get to in this video. But the first thing I want to focus on in this podcast is some of the, um, I would say, unjust attacks on LeBron James' character and also misrepresenting what his concern was about. Um, and this, these attacks have come from what you might call left-wing media from Trevor Noah and The Daily Show, uh, the right-wing media like Breitbart. I mean, that's a white nationalist uh, website. So it's been coming from all corners of the web. And it's about time that, you know, black people, especially black people, well, anybody who believes in practicing justice, should be standing up for LeBron James. But since LeBron James is black, I'm black, LeBron James cares about the black community, not through just his words, but through his actions. And, you know, he has over the years tweeted out um, his, his disdain for police state violence and killing all of these U.S. citizens and what have you. And so I don't know if it's out of pettiness, out of uh, revenge or whatnot, or just straight up hatred for LeBron James and everything that he stands for. Um, I'm going to review just a couple of these attacks. Uh, first, we're going to look at this from Jason Whitlock. Now, do y'all, Jason Whitlock is, uh, used to be a journalist who's now a sports talk TV host on, I think it's Fox Sports 1. Uh, he's most famous for his hatred of one Colin Kaepernick, but this is what he had to say about LeBron James as he tweeted out on the 15th, October the 15th. Here's what LeBron is showing you. Knight, the NBA, and LeBron are far more concerned with China than the U.S. NBA growth is predicated on China, not America. Well, what the hell does what's going on in Hong Kong to do with 
us U.S. citizens here in the United States. Well, he has that showing concern for China by not commenting on something that he had little information about. Did y'all go after Steve Kerr like this when Steve Kerr was asked and he said, Steve Kerr being the coach of the uh, Golden State Warriors, Steve Kerr said, well, I really don't know, and I'm paraphrasing what he said, I really don't know what's going on. I'm going to have to talk to somebody and get some details. But I will say this. When I'm in China, they don't be asking me about the human rights abuses that occur here in the United States. Don't get me wrong. I love my country, but we got problems right here. I'm paraphrasing what he said. Okay, are you seeing the level of attacks on Steve Kerr for his comments? Not that there should be any at all. Very thoughtful comments uh, saying I don't know something and I'm not just going to get up here and just parrot some talking points, which is what they want LeBron James to do. But this is the same, same Jason Whitlock who on his show did a skit mocking Colin Kaepernick back in 2017. Remember Colin Kaepernick started taking the knee uh, to raise awareness about police state murders of black people. Um, he got into the movement because a 49ers fan when he was playing for the uh, uh, 49ers. Um, I can't recall the young man's name, but if you find the video or any of the still pictures, you'll see about eight uh, San Francisco police officers in a line, remind me of firing squad, firing on this young man. Now, they saying he had a knife or whatever. So what if he had a pocket knife or whatever? Really, it took a firing squad to to talk him down or to um, bring him into custody to address whatever issue. That's what got Colin Kaepernick and Colin, uh, upset. And Colin Kaepernick said that flag, which was written by a slaver who was mocking black people fighting for their freedom. I'm not going to stand for it because it don't represent what it's supposed to represent. And what did Jason Whitlock do but mock him, even try to uh, play the race card and say that Colin Kaepernick wasn't black enough to speak on issues impacting the black community. Although I would like to interject that it's more than black people getting shot and killed by police in this country. The media likes to focus the most on, on black people because uh, race porn sales and perhaps they don't want the white people, the Hispanic people all becoming part of a mass movement. So they don't really highlight when a white person, I see local stories and, and things of that nature, but it's not really headline news like when a black person gets murdered by a white cop. They don't really show you when a black person gets murdered by a black cop. All right, so I, I digress from that. I don't like to push the propaganda of the state in trying to divide uh, U.S. citizens up by race when it comes to the issue of police violence that's impacting us all. But that's who Jason Whitlock is now. He said that, that Kaepernick wasn't black enough. So is he now saying in 2019 that LeBron James is Chinese enough to comment on what's going on in, in, on in their territory in Hong Kong. Okay, now let's move to Ted Cruz. Ted Cruz is staunchly anti-Black Lives Matter. Um, LeBron James is pro-Black Lives Matter. So here we got Fox and Friends tweeting out, 
kissing up the Chinese communist Senator Ted Cruz blast basketball superstar LeBron James over his controversial China comments. Nothing controversial about what he said, but I tell you what is controversial, that Ted Cruz, who is a, a supporting these violent protesters, and I'll show you some footage of how violent they are, uh, who is supporting these violent protesters in Hong Kong and who are attacking the police, but he he is very critical of pro-democracy and freedom protesters here in the United States. This is what Ted Cruz said to GQ magazine at a debate when uh, he was being challenged for his seat by Beto O'Rourke, uh, challenged for his Senate seat. So this comes to you from GQ.com. I found this article. It says, Friday's debate at Southern Methodist University was mainly focused on domestic issues, with Cruz saying O'Rourke wants to get rid of the Second Amendment, which isn't true, and O'Rourke accusing Cruz of being more interested in becoming president and missing half of the Senate votes in 2016, which is true. When the debate moved to police violence, though, Cruz promptly changed the subject. Instead of directly answering yes or no to the question of whether he thought police violence against African Americans was a problem, Cruz gave a response that basically amounts to all lives matter, then follows it up with a but, saying he's been to too many police funerals. So, Um, let me pull up this video of Ted Cruz at this debate being asked about police violence against African Americans who are U.S. citizens. This is what he had to say in that debate. Quick follow-up to you, Senator Cruz. Do you agree that police violence against unarmed African Americans is a problem? And if so, how would you fix it? I believe everyone's rights should be protected, regardless of your race, regardless of your ethnicity. But I'll tell you something, I've been to too many police funerals. I was here in Dallas when five police officers were gunned down because of irresponsible and hateful rhetoric. I was at the funeral in Houston at Second Baptist Church where Deputy Goforth had been shot in the back of the head at a service station because of irresponsible and hateful rhetoric. Just now, Congressman O'Rourke repeated things he knows aren't true. He stated, for example, white police officers are shooting unarmed African-American children. The Washington Post fact-checked that claim and conclude Congressman O'Rourke was wrong. But I'll tell you something, that rhetoric does damage. That rhetoric divides us on race, it inflames hatred. We should be bringing people together instead of okay. suggesting the police are risking their lives to protect all of us, to protect African-Americans, to protect Senator, Hispanics, Senator. and turning people against the police, Senator, I please, think is profoundly irresponsible. This, this is why people don't like Washington, D.C. You just said something that I did not say. And what did you not say? it to me. What did you not say? I'm not going to. I'm not going to repeat. I'm not going to repeat the slander so, so and the mischaracterization. I'm not going to repeat the slander You're not and say mischaracterization. What you did no, this this is your trick in the trade <laughs> to, to, to confuse and to incite based on fear and not to speak the truth. This is a very serious issue and it warrants the truth and the facts. All right, so, Representative. Okay, let's stop it there. All right, so. Our poll, I don't care about the Washington Post and Jeff Bozo, as uh, Trump calls him, um, but the Washington Post is owned by Jeff Bezos, and they put out fake news, not just about um, 
whatever. Let me, I'm not, I don't want people to think that I'm some kind of Trump MAGA hat wearing supporter over here. Um, but fake news does exist and it existed way before Trump came in into office. Malcolm X was calling out fake news. But is it true that police have shot children in the United States? All I got to do is tell you one name, even though it's just it's more than one, and that will be one 16-year-old Laquan McDonald. What I mean, Ted Cruz may not think he was a child um, because, you know, black males, uh, we're all adults. You know, when we're eight years old, 10 years old, that's an adult or well, that's a man. Um, Laquan McDonald um, was a child, a very troubled child, who was shot down like a dog in the street by Chicago police. And the ones who didn't pull the trigger, it has come out recently, lied on police reports about what they witnessed and tried to help the killer go free. Uh, who is in prison? I can't recall his name right now, but that's not important. So police have killed children. They've killed old people and everyone in between here in the United States. So so that's just the facts. All right. Now, let me move to these Hong Kong protesters who have been targeting LeBron James. And, you know, it just really upset me that they're trying to compare their lives to black lives here in the United States. Like they suffering the same kind of oppression that we're suffering here in the United States. Uh, um, poor people, Black people, uh, Latino people, mass incarceration, which is really legalized slavery under the 13th Amendment, the police killing on average a thousand citizens a year, year of all different backgrounds. Okay, so it really kind of pissed me off that these Hong Kong protesters is trying to compare themselves to black people here in the United States and thank every black person supposed to get behind them. We don't know what's going on. That's why I started doing this research is to help my listeners and viewers understand what's really going on. You can't trust mainstream media all the time. But as I was asking people on Twitter, tell me what's going on. What are they protesting for? Okay. Did uh, Hong Kong police run up in a woman's uh, house who was playing video games with her eight-year-old nephew and then just shot through the window and murdered her? Did that happen? Uh, where is the ch the Hong Kong Mike Brown? Where it, where Where's the Hong Kong Laquan McDonald? Where the video's at? What y'all talking about? What's y'all prison population numbers? Do y'all got a bunch of poor people sitting in jail because they can't afford bail? Do y'all have a cash bail system in Hong Kong? These are questions that I want to know that nobody seems to have the answer to or nobody wants to answer that has the answers to these things. So, I, I man, I have been researching this a lot, a lot. And I'm going to get into some of those details. But as I put out on my Twitter profile, at Black Talk Radio, y'all... I was actually tweeting at Black Lives Matter and asking them why they don't have the back of a black man named LeBron James who has had our back so over these past few years since Black Lives Matter became a thing in Ferguson, 
um, where the National Guard was called out and the federal government declared a no-fly zone over Ferguson to keep the media out. Is those things happening in Hong Kong? So I, I was tweeting this at Black Lives Matter and they're um, not saying anything on Twitter or anywhere else I could find about LeBron James. And I tweeted at them because, hey, you got Hong Kong talking about Hong Kong lives also matter. That's invoking Black Lives Matter as an organization's name. Y'all, I posted to them. Y'all name came up because those protesters taking shot at him, meaning LeBron, saying Hong Kong lives matter. Now I'm researching, but I don't see any police state oppression they are facing to compare themselves to our black existence in the United States. I'm just not, I'm just not seeing it. Okay. Now. What do protesters want? Now, this comes to you from the BBC. Um, we can call them the Big Bad Colonizers. This is the British Broadcasting Corporation. Remember, uh, Britain came in possession of Hong Kong and colonized it, um, uh, seized it from China, colonized it because China took actions in the mainland to stop Hong, uh, Hong uh, excuse me, to stop the British from flooding China with opioids, with opium. If y'all think that the opioid crisis in America is something big, you just don't know what, what Western governments, primarily uh, the British, did in flooding China with opioids. And so as a result to China taking uh, bold actions to stop that drug trafficking into their country by British the British seized Hong Kong. And I guess to prevent an all-out war, they came into an agreement that, look, you're going to give us back our property. You're going to give us back our territory. Um, now, we will let you lease it for 100 years. Now, I believe it was in 1999 that that lease was up. Now, China then created a system of autonomy for Hong Kong. They just didn't make them uh, go under the same laws and regulations that you see in China, okay, or that they have in, in, in China. So they've been getting given, like, the freedom to protest, freedom of speech, and things of that nature that they don't allow, from what I can gather, in China. So they've had these. So I'm like, what do they want? What do they want? So the BBC which was an article someone shared with me in an attempt to help me answer these questions. Um, this is what they found, which I had already seen. So this is an excerpt from that BBC uh, post. Some protesters have adopted the motto, five demands, not one less. They are for the protest not to be char characterized as a riot. You mean like they do uh, black people here in the United States whenever a police officer murders a black child and there's protests or a black woman or a black man okay is that what and, and they call it riots and what have you like baltimore uprising they called it a riot is that what what well then why y'all over there throwing molotov cocktails at the police why y'all attacking destroying public property you know when a young man was shot and killed in california uh, his brother, I, excuse me if I don't recall all these names because there's just too many victims, but they occupied, um, I believe it was in San Francisco, 
but they occupied city council. They just all started pro chanting and what have you. What they did not do is what Hong Kong protesters did and destroy those government uh, property. They didn't do that. So, so you out there throwing petrol bombs and what have you and attacking the police and, and you don't want it to be called a riot? They want amnesty for the protesters who have been arrested for rioting. Remember, I mean, um, a young man, 16 years old, I can't recall his name, and during the Baltimore uprising when Freddie uh, Gray was killed by police in, in Baltimore, he threw a rock, a brick, got on top of a police car, busted out the windows and whatnot. They was trying to send that young man um, to prison. All right, um, Ferguson, man, it was so many people in jail on, on, and that they couldn't even get out on bail that Beyonce and Jay-Z, who I do not like Jay-Z, but I got to give credit what's credit's due um, for whatever his reasons. They bailed out a lot of those Ferguson uh, people. So they want amnesty for arrested protesters. All these people, I bet you Ted Cruz wasn't calling for amnesty for Ferguson protesters or Baltimore protesters or none of these people. They want implementation of complete universal suffrage. Now, what that means is, I guess for lack of a better word, the highest political post in Hong Kong is only voted on by a certain number of people and they're mostly the wealthy. Sounds a whole lot, the politics in Hong Kong actually sounds a whole lot like what's going on here in the United States with the 1% and these corporations buying politicians and, and, and setting the agenda. So that seems to be what they were complaining about. They want one vote, one man, the one man, one vote, and being able to also vote and not just the one percenters of Hong Kong to vote for that high position, a person who's going to take that high position. Okay, that, that that's valid. That's valid. That's what you want. Okay, um, I ain't got a problem with that. I ain't got a problem with that. Not that I'm involved in this. I don't live there. That's between them and their government. Now, the fifth demand, the withdrawal of the extradition bill has already been met. Now they want this politician to resign just like a whole bunch of people want Donald Trump to resign uh, who they are calling Beijing's puppet. Well, a whole bunch of people call Donald Trump Putin's puppet and they want him, him to resign and it ain't happening. All right. So it says protests supporting the Hong Kong movement has spread across the globe with rallies taking place in the UK, France, US, Canada, and Australia. In many cases, people supporting the demonstrators were confronted by pro-Beijing rallies, meaning that Chinese loyal to their government have confronted um, these other, I imagine, Chinese people, and a lot of them may not be, okay? Um, so that's that's... That's the only, let me put it this way. This is the most detailed piece that I could get from what you would consider mainstream media. But I found another article that came out back in June when this was first kicking off um, about what was really going on. But before I get to that, these protesters talking about they don't want to be characterized as a riot. Well, 
check out this video from CBS News, and it's going to be a little bit of propaganda in here, but I will address it. But they share some footage of, of when these protests kicked off. This is what, what occurred. Hong Kong police fired tear gas and water cannons at protesters over the weekend as demonstrations again turned violent. The protesters ignored a police ban and threw gas bombs and bricks at government buildings. Some called for support from the UK and President Trump this week. Remy Innocencio has more from Hong Kong. The relative peace of the past week was shattered today by hundreds of anti-government protesters who assaulted Hong Kong's central government offices. They threw Molotov cocktails and bricks at the building. Police defended it with rounds of heavy tear gas and water cannons, at first just with water, then later with deep blue-dyed water. That's a tactic used by police to ID people later. At one point, a Molotov cocktail hit that water cannon truck, which then started a fire on its roof. At least eight people were injured, with three in serious condition. Street brawls between protesters and pro-China gangs also erupted in some neighborhoods. Now, earlier in the day, protesters cut down and then burned a huge banner that celebrated the upcoming 70th anniversary of the People's Republic of China. That's just two weeks away on October 1st. Beijing doesn't want anything to ruin those celebrations, so these protests continue to be a loss of face for Chinese President Xi Jinping and the Communist Party. Hong Kong's embattled chief executive Carrie Lam, who's polling at historic lows for anyone in the position, gave in to one protest demand about the despised extradition bill, saying she would officially withdraw that. But there are four more demands, chief among them an independent probe into police brutality and universal suffrage to elect their top leader. Right now, only Beijing has the power to do that. One protester I spoke today said that this movement hates China. That is a quote, and they're going to keep coming out to voice their anger. Elaine? Ring. Wow. So, you see all that violence. Can you imagine if Ferguson protesters had, had went to Ferguson City Hall, um, started defacing property, burning uh, uh, public property, went inside the chamber. I, you know, I could have found that video. I, did, I have seen it in the past and just destroyed the inside of that government building. Did, can you imagine what would happen to black pre, uh, Ferguson protesters if that occurred? Could you imagine if any group of protesters, regardless of their color, did something like that? They wouldn't be just being hit with tear gas and water cannons. I can tell you that. Okay? I can tell you that. But they don't want to be called rioters. And one thing I'll point out, again, I've been trying to find information on police brutality in Hong Kong. Is this a long-running issue? No, they're only talking about these police trying to restore law and order in Hong Kong. And I've seen them with... I guess you would call them batons, hitting some other protesters. It's not like a lot of protesters been killed, hit with live bullets or anything like that. Okay, only one of them's been shot. And then there was a police officer, a Hong Kong police officer, who was stabbed by a protester. Okay, can you imagine if Black Lives Matter was out there engaging in this type of behavior? Oh, man, the Democrats in... The Republicans will unite to condemn Black Lives Matter, and the, and the liberals would not have given them over $100 million, okay? It, it wouldn't have happened. It just simply wouldn't have happened. So 
let's move on now. I'm going to pull up this guy right here. This is the best reporting that I could find, the most detailed reporting that I could find about what's going on in Hong Kong. I look high and low. To be honest with you, Wikipedia has the best source of information if you want to know what's going on in Hong Kong. And I know people like to clown Wikipedia. And yes, you can become a member of Wikipedia. You can join and you can change stuff, but it's going to be changed back. And you're supposed to have citations. And that Hong Kong piece in Wikipedia has the citations. What is the citation? The source of the information. So I don't know why people clown Wikipedia so much. I suspect it is because Wikipedia is popular and people turn to it to information and when it's used to expose your BS because you out here putting out something without any evidence, then, oh, let's clown Wikipedia. Well, you know, Wikipedia is just a collection of sources just like any encyclopedia. Um, does it have problems because it's open source? Yes, it does, but they have an active community to where, you know, stuff like that can be reported and uh, it also will let you know if there's no source for this particular um, um, piece of information that a citation is needed. So, but anyway, Wikipedia is the one that um, led me to this guy because I was looking up information of this organization that's funding the Hong Kong protests. And so I put that in a Google search and this guy's reporting came up, okay, from the Mint Press. This is Alex Rubenstein. He covers foreign policy, police, prisons, and protests from the belly of the beast. Reported from Charlottesville, Standing Rock. Uh, I'm not sure what EPC is, 120 and more. And he publishes over at Mint Press News, but I also think he publishes for the Gray Zone as well. So, this is the article that he put out. Let me see if I can get that up. American government NGOs fuel and fund Hong Kong anti-extradition protests. It's, it is inconceivable that the organizers of the protests are unaware of the NED ties to some of its members. All right, so I pulled a couple of excerpts from his article, some key excerpts, and this is basically another regime change event that's going on. Major protests meet, I mean, major protests greet a major ch minor change in law. Now, one piece of propaganda that was in that CBS video, or it could have been an honest mistake, they said that pro-Chinese protesters were attacking the pro-US, pro-UK, pro-colonizer uh, groups that's behind this, and that's not true. It was triad criminal gangs that were attacking those protesters. Why would these criminal gangs attack these protesters? Because the logical answer is they don't want China to come to Hong Kong and and and, and clamp down because and lose their autonomy because they have crime in Hong Kong that's very lucrative, very lucrative, and these triad members don't want the Chinese government sending over troops and what have you to crack down on what's going on. 
That's why the triad are attacking these so-called pro-democracy protesters. So this is what um, Alex writes. He says that major protests greet a minor change in law. The amendment to the extradition law would allow Hong Kong to surrender fugitives on a case-by-case -case basis to jurisdictions that do not have long-term uh, redemption, re, re, redemption agreements with the city. Among those jurisdictions are mainland China and Taiwan. Ian Goodrum, an American journalist who works in China for the government-owned China Daily newspaper, told Mint Press News, it's unfortunate there's been all this hullabaloo over what is a fairly routine and reasonable adjustment to the law. As the law reads right now, there's no legal way to prevent criminals in other parts of China from escaping charges by fleeing to Hong Kong. It would be like Louisiana, which you'll remember has a unique justice system, refusing to send fugitives to Texas or California for crimes committed in those states. Honestly, this is something that should have been part of the agreement made in advance of the 1997 handover. So I was wrong. It wasn't 1999 that the British colonial lease of the city of Hong Kong uh, was up. It was in 1997. Back then, bad actors used irrational fear of the mainland to kick the can down the road. And we're seeing consequences today. Okay. It's an extradition treaty. It's an extradition treaty. So not like how the media has been spinning it that, oh, they just want to be able to charge pro-democracy protesters and bring them to the mainland. No, this was about criminals from Hong Kong, drug traffickers and the like, fleeing to escape charges by going to Hong Kong because there's no extradition treaty and being able to get those fugitives from justice back to the mainland. That ain't how the mainstream Western-based media has been spinning it, is it? No, it, it, it is not. All right. Next, uh, let's move on to the next excerpt. The U.S. agenda ripples through major NGOs. Like the U.S. government, the NGO industrial complex appears to be wholly on board. Some 79 governmental organizations, many of them international, have endorsed an open letter urging for the bill to be killed. And again, reminding you, the bill has been killed. It was withdrew. But they still out there, okay? They don't want to be held accountable for attacking the government buildings and attacking police and throwing bombs. Acts of terrorism, as they would be described, if Black Lives Matters people was out there protesting like that. Yet, it is signed only by three directors, Amnesty International, Human Rights Watch, and the Hong Kong Human Rights Monitor. The protests marked the latest flare-up in long-standing tension over Hong Kong's relationship with the mainland. In 2014, many of the groups associated with the current movement held an Occupy protest of their own over issues of autonomy. So let me continue to, to go on. This, again, this guy... Uh, Alex Rubenstein is giving the most in-depth reporting that I could find. Everything else was just vague talking point. Oh, they marching for freedom. Oh, they protesting for, for democracy. 
Maintaining Hong Kong's distance from China has been important to the U.S. for decades. One former CIA agent, even CIA agent, even admitted that Hong Kong was our listening post. As Mint Press News previously reported, the NED was founded in 1983 following a series of scandals that exposed the CIA's blood-soaked covert actions against foreign governments. It would be terrible for democratic groups around the world to be seen as subsidized by the, by the CIA. NED President Carl Gershom told the New York Times in 1986. We saw that in the 60s, and that's why it has been discontinued. We have not had the capability of doing this, and that's why the endowment was created. So the endowment was created to foment regime change in other countries on the behalf of U.S. corporate interests. Another NED founder, Alan Weinstein, conceded to the Washington Post, David Ignatius, a lot of what we do today was done covertly 25 years ago by the CIA, right? Uh, let me see, what do we have next? Through its NDI and, and SC branches, NED has had close relations with other groups in Hong Kong. NDI has worked with the Hong Kong Journalists Association, the Civic Party, the Labor Party, and the Hong Kong Democratic Party. It isn't clear whether these organizations have received funding from the NED. SC has, however, given $540,000 to the Hong Kong Confederation of Trade Unions in the course of just seven years. The coalition cited by the Hong Kong media, including the South China Morning Post and the Hong Kong Free Press, as organized of the organizers of the anti-extradition law demonstrations is called the Civil Human Rights Front. The organization's website lists the NED-funded HKHRM, Hong Kong Confederation of Trade Unions, the Hong Kong Journalists Association, the Civic Party, the Labor Party, and the Democratic Party as members of the coalition. It is unconceivable that the organizers of the protests are unaware of the NED ties to some of its members. During the 2014 Occupy protests, Beijing made a big deal out of NED influence in the protests and the foreign influence they said it represented. The NED official uh, grieved even told the U.S. government's Voice of America outlet, that's a U.S. government-funded news propaganda outlet, that activists know the risk of working with NED partners in Hong Kong, but do it anyway. Okay. That's the most in-depth reporting of giving you some background of what's really going on in Hong Kong, who are the powers that be, that are funding these protests, which have been going on for months, even though early on the extradition treaty to get criminals back that have fled to China so that they can stand trial in, in China, that, excuse me, fled to Hong Kong because there's no extradition treaty to get them back in China. That's been withdrawn. So why are they, they not out there trying to get freedom and democracy? They are trying to get amnesty for violent protesters and legitimately they are wanting a one man one vote to pick the top leader in Hong Kong. But they do have elections in Hong Kong. And from what I could gather, 
is pretty much Hong Kong politics is pretty much like politics in the United States that Bernie Sanders has been calling out and taking on the greed and corruption of Wall Street, the 1%. You got 1%ers who are running politics in Hong Kong. All right, now, y'all want pick y'all want to criticize LeBron James? He's just an NBA player. But what about Man, I found a list of companies who are in direct partnership with the Chinese government, but y'all want to come down on LeBron James because he wouldn't give you a hot take on Hong Kong, which he don't know nothing about or what's going on, all right? And he concerned about his own safety and the other players' safety while they were in China. But I did find this, the U.S.-China Business Council. Y'all want to talk about LeBron James, but what about the hundreds, if not a thousand, U.S.-based businesses that's part of the U.S.-China Business Council? Where are the demands that their CEOs and their board members come out and condemn China and to stand up for these quote-unquote pro-democracy reporters? Where, where are they? Where are they? I don't see anybody calling for these CEOs. Y'all want to call out Nike. You want to call out the NBA. You want to call out LeBron James. But what about the almost a thousand of those in this U.S.-China Business Council? Here's a little bit of information about it. The U.S.-China Business Council, uh, also known as the USCBC, is a private Nonpartisan nonprofit organization of approximately 200 American companies that do business with China. Okay, so it looked like more than 200 on that list, but I'll pull up a partial point of the list. But they say it's 200 American companies. It was founded in 1973. USCBC has provided unmatched information, advisory, advocacy, and program services to its members for over four decades. Through its offices in Washington, D.C., Beijing, and Shanghai, that's in, I believe that's in, is that in Hong Kong? I don't want to say. No, it's not. USCBC is uniquely positioned to serve its members' interests in the United States and China. USCBC's mission to expand the U.S.-China commercial relationship to the benefit of its members and more broadly, the U.S. economy, which favors the 1%, it favors constructive results-oriented engagement with China to eliminate trade and investment barriers and develop a rules-based commercial environment that is predictable and transparent to all parties. Are any of these people being called out here? The board of directors, the U.S. CBC is governed by a board of directors composed of distinguished corporate leaders. The current chair is Evan Greenberg, chairman and chief executive officer of Chubb. Had even got job opportunities. Uh, member companies, the U.S. China Business Council is a private, I already read that information, 200 of them over there making money in China. Why aren't they being called out? If China is such a bad actor, why aren't these country, countries being ordered out by the U.S. Congress or the U.S. government in general? Where are the politicians calling for these companies to pull out of China because they don't support 
democracy in Hong Kong. Here's some of the member companies, big name companies, 3M Company, uh, let me see, uh, Abbott Laboratory, some that I've heard of, I'm, you know, AccuWeather, AccuWeather, Adobe Systems Incorporated, AIG, uh, let me see, Airbnb Incorporated, Alcoa Incorporated, the Albright Stonebridge Group, I'm not sure if Madeline Albright has anything to do with that, uh, Goldman Sachs, uh, Harley Davidson, uh, let me see, Hewlett Packard, here's a couple of more, let, let, let's look at a couple of more of them, okay, uh, we got Amazon, anybody calling now Jeff Bezos, American Express, we got Apple, any of the, uh, you know, like I said on Twitter, I hope none of y'all own Apple products or supporting any of these corporations by buying their merchandise that's manufacturing in China to the detriment of American workers. I hope none of y'all own stock. If you call now LeBron James, you better not have stock in any of these companies like Apple, AT&T, which also uses prison slave labor here in the United States. You got Honeywell, I heard of them. IBM, which, you know, has this Nazi history of helping the Third Reich murder Jews. Intel Corporation, Johnson & Johnson. Where, where are the calls for all of these uh, companies to be called out for not supporting the protesters in Hong Kong? Where is it? And why is it that Joe Biden ain't being called out? His son, Hunter, this is them in China. But, you know, Biden says him and Hunter never discuss business. I'm, I'm sure. I'm sure that's true. And like I said, all I know is the Bidens better say nothing about NBA players not standing up for Congress. As Bernie pointed out the last debate, J Joe got that China trade bill done that hurt U.S. workers. And while he was working on that, Hunter took a job with a Chinese government firm and he just resigned from it after heat was brought on him for his Ukrainian dealings. Sitting on a corrupt, uh, the board of a corrupt Ukrainian energy company. Then his, his father's put in charge of Chinese, well, you know, Hillary Clinton was over there in China, too, with her unsecured Blackberry. Y'all don't remember that, though, do you? But, yeah, Joe was in charge of, of, of running point in China, I guess. And then, you know, they even traveled together, him, him and Hunter. Why aren't they being called out? If China's so bad, why was Hunter Biden working for China? Where are the calls where are the people calling out the Bidens on China? Oh, Joe, don't you think you're being a little hypocritical? Um, you saying that China's all brutal and what have you, and you stand with the Hong Kong protesters, then, you know, they were so bad. Why was you over there negotiating a China-American trade bill, China-U.S. trade bill that harmed U.S. workers? and gave these companies all part of the U.S. China Business Council greater access to the Chinese labor to increase their profits, okay? Now, only 
surely he's not the only one. I hope not. As I was calling out Black Lives Matter for allowing this media social and social media, mainstream media and social media lynching of LeBron James over this, him not giving talking points or a hot take on Hong Kong. David West, who played for the Golden State Warriors, won a couple of championships with them, retired. He called out uh, people for trying to push LeBron James to make for uh to go along with to get along I guess this is what David West former M retired NBA player said y'all want him to puke up talking points crafted by false narrative pushers who lead people to war under false pretenses or figure out words that best express his point of view so should LeBron be like my former coach Steve Kerr and say I don't really know nothing about this. Let me do a little studying and get back to you. But you know what? I know a lot of human rights abuses are occurring in the United States, and I love my government, but the Chinese reporters, when I'm over there or they're asking me about sports, they don't ask me about human rights abuses in the United States. Okay? So maybe David West uh, was emboldened to say something since, you know, he, he was also down with um, the Golden State Warriors. He said, y'all want him to push talking points crafted by false narrative pushers who lead people to war under false pretenses. You know, like the Iraq war, okay? Like the regime change uh, in Libya where they used a bunch of jihadists to overthrow a U.S. ally. Where was all y'all concerned for all them black Africans being murdered by Arab militias, jihadists? Where was all y'all concerned? So, I'm not going to belabor this. This went on longer than I intended, but I just wanted it to be thorough. I just want people like LeBron James to know that when you have the people's back, the people should have your back. If you're right, we're not going to back you if you're wrong on something, Jay-Z, but... If you stand up for uh, up against the state police violence that's happening to us, then we'll stand up for you when the state propaganda machine comes against you. That said, this has been Scotty Reed with the Black Talk Radio News Report and commentary about the high-tech lynching, media mob lynching of one LeBron James. Please continue to support the production of independent media targeting uh, African-American and black global audience by making a tax-deductible donation today to the Black Talk Media Project or join a private social media community set up for us by us at btrcommunity.com for just $24 a year. We do not have corporate funding. We'll never get corporate funding, and that is why we are free to bring you the news in a, un, a unbiased and objective manner. Peace and blessings.